and we're dealing with spoiled brat syndrome in the USA and the UK and every other nation we conquered, amen? Oh ho ho! Imperialistic pride. Shaba. Whatever. Truth in it, huh? Losers. <laughs> Just because you didn't fight hard enough. Holy Spirit. Sorry, your nation isn't the world power. Mine is. What you gonna do about it? Nothing. Just submit to power and authority. Suck it. You know? And that's exactly how the monarchy of the kingdom of heaven is. Wah, wah, wah. What are you going to do? Use your soul to manipulate gullible women? You know? Like worms squirming your way into their houses? Feeding on emotions of the soul realm and feelings that are uncrucified with Christ? These ma manipulating boys and girls that never grew up that are a bunch of spoiled brats are going to be disciplined. The Father is a disciplinarian and that's why people hate God the Father. We demonstrate God the Father accurately here for 10 years. People hate my guts because they hate being told to change. They don't actually want repentance and transfiguration metamorphosis. They like being a human. They just need some stuff that makes them a better me, but don't actually crucify me with Christ. Just give me some garbage witchcraft so I can still be a better me. Improve my life to live independently of Christ. Are you not a bunch of witches? Are you not a bunch of scheming manipulators? Pretending to be Christians? When you're actually the whores of Babylon? Truth anyhow. And I love you, but that's the truth and it'll set you free. If you actually want healing, deliverance, and salvation today, you got to enter the city gates by being crucified with Christ. We have no more self-awareness. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's about ecstasy, rapture. It's about being crucified with trance. It's about being crucified with joy. Crucified with delight. Crucified with Christ at the place of the skull. All these fake wannabe hypocrites are not crucified with ecstasy at the place of the skull. Crucified with Christ. They are still manipulators. They are practitioners of magic arts outside the city gates and they prey on people's niceness. So we have this fake Christianity where everyone's fake nice to each other, but inwardly jealous and envious. Oh, Sister Sue got a blessing, but not me. Where's mine? God doesn't love me as much as Sister Sue. The envy and strife is at an all-time high. I just can't even believe some of the reactions to the news of my dad being healed today. People manifesting orphan spirit, performance spirit, insecurity. I mean, just totally grieving the Holy Spirit, the lack of the crucifixion with Christ in the soul realm. And it just always astonishes me. Some of these people have been around two, three, four, five years, and you should know better. You're still practicing sin and not Christianity. May your souls be crucified with ecstasy. You know, we're so religious and we're so independent of the anointing 
that we don't even understand what the New Testament is about. We still think it's about us and our performance. That's satanic witchcraft. Christianity is about dying with Him on the cross, not in a painful way, but in a blissful way, so that there's no more individuality, so that there's no more independence from His Spirit. If anyone's in Christ, they're one Spirit with the Lord. That's Scripture. So why are you separate in your soul from the union with your spirit? I posted something today, and God bless them. It's just crazy. The whole realm of soulishness is Satan's realm of witchcraft in Christianity, the horror of Babylon. And people say they're spirits that have souls, but they don't live like angels. The word spirit is angel. Okay? Are you living like Michael, Uriel, Gabriel, and Raphael, the archangels? Or are you living like an animal? James says to be human is to be animal. John says in Revelation to be human is to be beast. Mark of a beast or an animal. A mammal. A homo sapien sapien mammal. Living out of 7 to 10% brain activity because that's all you need for poo poo and pee pee. The rest of those abilities are for your spirit. Why are you still an animal? Why are you still a beast? Why are you still carnal and soulish? Because you haven't been crucified with Christ. You haven't even entered the kingdom and you're pretenders and wannabes outside the city gates. It's true. That's the, what's wrong with everyone. Satan has bewitched Christianity so badly that it's about them instead of about ecstasy, Christ. I mean, when they saw the Lord, they were filled with joy, delight, exaltation, ecstasy, and rapture. John 20, 20, Amplified Classic. So, when you actually see the Lord, and where's the Lord? Jesus, come into my heart. But then for some reason, we don't see Him there, and we run around like chickens with our heads cut off, you know, looking for it, trying to please Him by, you know, doing treasure hunting and giving prophecies and doing works and extending people's body parts and doing all the stuff. But you're still earning his approval by works. Christianity and the whore of Babylon and all human systems made by human hands, which is totally satanic, and you people think it's okay and tolerate it, you tolerate Jezebel. And it's still suck up anointing performance by what your human nature can do. You haven't even entered the kingdom. I tell you the truth, the charismatic church has not entered the kingdom. And only after you come out of your human nature and your human systems and everything that a human can do and you enter into what Jesus already did, will you even be in the kingdom one step. But if you go back into the soul realm and are soulish, led by earthly wisdom, which is demoniacal, then you'll again fall and come outside the city gates and you'll get seven times more demon-possessed. It is clearly written. You go in and out of the Spirit, you go in and out of the body of Christ, you go in and out of the kingdom. Why? Because you still love the sins and the rewards of this world. I know it. There is not one Pharisee I have ever dealt with that's soulish, that's not an adulterer in their heart. 
and the things they say to me. We've had people in full-time ministries stay with us in our house. We'll gladly open our doors. You know, they have all the, the list of recommendations. They're doing healings. They're giving accurate prophecies. And then they come in, their, in my house and expose themselves to my wife. Get caught looking at porn on my computer. This has happened. True story. You know? <laughs> now you know. These are people still in full-time ministry. Did I expose him publicly? No. But he publicly condemned me. And many people followed that adulterer. I didn't even say a word. I watched about a hundred people leave RLM. This was like seven years ago, so it's not, nothing even recent. This was like seven years ago. So I watched about a hundred people just go away. I'm like, whoa. Good discernment, bro. <laughs> and I just sit back and laugh because I know how bad it is. That people judge by the soul realm. They judge by appearances. They don't see the heart. They have no spiritual discernment. They got all these prophetic words from familiar spirits on their shoulders listening to Jezebel, listening to the principality of witchcraft and religion, the counterfeit and the fake with lying signs and wonders that come from starlight, healing by starlight, wonders and signs by starlight, and the stars that fell from heaven and the dragon's tail, Christianity, and they just go astray. But the Father always tells me, Brandon, they were already astray in their hearts. Otherwise, Satan could not deceive them. My sheep know my voice, and they will follow none other. That's just the quickest way to remove the fake, the fake ones. Jesus did it constantly. He'd say something crazy, eat my flesh, drink my blood. Oh, they're getting into vampirism. Cult, cult, cult. 10,000 followers left him, and they were all donating. They were generous in Israel. He just sacrificed being a billionaire to say some crazy thing that no one understood. Jesus did it over and over and over. Because you're always tested. Who are you going to please, the Father or man? Jesus always pleased the Father and just constantly offended man. You read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. You can't go one chapter without somebody in Israel getting offended by Jesus. Because he's not doing it in their little soulish religious box. Healing on the Sabbath again, Jesus. Oh my God, he's the devil. Can devils heal? You know? And they're just at war with each other. They're at war with him. He's, he's a renegade. He's stirring up trouble in the whole nation. Some people think he's a prophet. Some people think it's Jeremiah come back from the dead. Others say he's the Messiah. We have no idea. It's total chaos. Like the brooding mother hen, just brooding over him. He was in perfect peace. He was in absolute perfection with his father all the time. But all of them were soulish. And you see the reactions to that kind of glory hitting their soul realm. And I watch it every day. Today I had people stop on the freeway two times. They couldn't even drive. There was so much glory coming down from my great white throne through my heart. They couldn't even drive on the freeway. You know, the people I had to pull over to the side of the road for the last five years and they get around me. Their whole soul gets crucified with Christ and they can't even function. Paralysis hits them for five years. Nearly every day, not every day, sometimes it's every other day because I hate exaggerating. Glory to God, obviously. 
What's going to happen to the soul realm of all these goats, all these fakes, pretenders, and everyone that's built in this shifting sands? They're going to en masse be crucified with Christ. Most of you have wasted everything God has given you up until this point. And you know what? You're forgiven. No condemnation. Better late than never, and God will restore the things Satan has eaten. Seriously. Everything in the soul in the soul realm will burn and you'll have zero rewards for it. It's all wood, hay, and stubble. Everything from your spirit right here in your belly, building on the solid rock, you'll have silver, gold, and gemstones. And there's like maybe 10 or 20 people in the planet that have built upon the actual solid rock. And none of your building systems of charismatic church are included in that number. So it's like a big start over as we come out of church building age into the kingdom age. Because even the most precious people that I love so much that are immature apostles and immature prophets in the, ch in the church building age because you can't get into Moses and Elijah national level governmental glory Moses and Elijah level apostolic and prophetic mantles and anointings and white throne coverings until you're outside the building walls, outside your little incubators, in the real world, in the jungle, baby, and you are going to die. You're going to deal with the wolves, the bears, you're going to deal with lions, you're going to deal with every snake, you're going to deal with the foul, detestable birds, you're going to deal with all the beasts of the field, you're going to deal with every reptilian creature of the curse of the fall and the stars that fell from heaven and everything of the primal evil of the ancient red, red dragon. You're going to deal with it. Because it's real. It's called the kingdom of hell. Otherwise, you have no rewards in heaven for eternity and we just can't have that. We need to have a rich treasury of glory and we need to store up great rewards. Where? In our belly, which is heaven. Christ in you. Amen. The hope of realizing the rich treasury of glory. And people are going to absolutely freak out because the fullness of deity has been in your spirit and bodily form since the moment you first believed. Some of you had radical conversions. Some of you encountered the kingdom of heaven in such a pow powerful way when you first believed. Others, you've just been in witchcraft your whole life and it's, you're still external witches. And I say that in love because that's what you are. And you have to become Christians, which is Christ ones living by the Spirit. And so you're going to have to sacrifice this realm and get into this realm. That's what repentance is. Leaving the soul and returning to the Spirit. I know I'm a spirit that has a soul. Good. You know, 100 million Christians know that. Now it's time to have the actual experience practically, not just the knowledge of it in the soul realm, but start living angelically. Penny and I have been seeing angels continuously for 10 years. When we had our old camcorder, we captured them every single day we broadcasted. You could see them flying out of my mouth. Yesterday we're sitting around and there's angels materializing and flying right through the room. I can feel the throne room realm. I can physically see them through my eyes. Since I'm a spirit, that has a soul that lives in a body and not just a hypocrite that believes the truth. Even demons believe that and shudder. Demons believe in the Holy Spirit. Demons believe in Jesus. Demons believe in the Bible. 
That's why they try to twist it so you don't believe what the demons believe. Come on. Truth anyhow. <laughs> the kingdom of hell knows the truth. And they do anything they can to keep the truth from you. Anything they can to keep you from developing your spirit, which is the kingdom of heaven unfolding, Mount Zion rising in your hearts. If that mountain of fire, that active volcano, actually comes up through your heart and above your head and rests on your skull as the conqueror's crown of glory, it's game over for the kingdom of hell. It's game over for Satan and his angels. Seriously, why do you think there's such resistance? We have seen the weirdest things possible constantly trip people up every day. I mean, you guys right now have probably been messaged 25 times by people with a lot of concerns. Oh, this is, there's something real wrong here, something off. No, you're a witch and you're not crucified with Christ and you've never built one day on the solid rock. So in real Christianity called the kingdom of heaven with the seraphim and the cherubim and the living creatures and the mobile throne with all the eyes and the openum come around, you call it the devil and blaspheme. Because you didn't grow up in the kingdom. You grew up in church, which is the whore of Babylon. Truth anyhow, you grew up in human Christianity, the whore of Babylon. I grew up in the kingdom. I was born in the kingdom. I was born on the throne of God, October 15th, 1999. 10,000 watts of electricity surging through me the day I was saved. Scales fell off my eyes. Four pastors carried me hand to foot out into this little pastor's office. Began driving demons out of me. Two hours driving demons out of me. They put me outside the pastor's office and I'm sitting there on a couch and it feels like liquid lightning surging through me. It's my first day as a Christian and I hear the audible voice of God above my head. I will make you more high than all the drug addicts because that's what I'd been. Searching for the perfect drug. That was my favorite song that came out in 1999. Trent Reznor, Nine Inch Nails, The Perfect Drug. Then I encounter it. It is Jesus Christ. I will make you more high than all the drug addicts and I'll get them jealous because there's no high like the most high. I'm sizzling in liquid lightning. Guys, don't understand. I've done all the drugs that exist every day. I was permafried. And it's just, woo! This is what I was looking for. I found it. No Christian could reveal it. Only God the Father. No one, even at Teen Challenge, was walking in it. It was totally sovereign angels doing this work. So sad how immature the Christians were that nobody in my entire four different high schools my whole life could demonstrate the kingdom. Not even a little bit. I'd never heard anyone speak in tongue. Never heard of it. Went to Catholic school. Was a Catholic kid. Some of you were Catholic kids too. Catholics just held a Catholic Holy Spirit conference at the U.S. Bank Stadium, where the Vikings play. And you know what? I saw those Catholic kids rejoicing in the Holy Ghost, and there's going to be revival in the Catholic Church. It's going to be awesome. I don't care what kind of stupidity your soul has been involved in. I've been involved in all the dumbest stuff that exists in the world. And God still raised my spirit from the dead while in the body. God can do anything. 
as long as you don't judge a book by its cover, as long as you're not in your soul realm, you'll believe in the throne of grace empowering every human spirit that wants to rise from prostration. What is prostration? Isaiah says it's being controlled by circumstances. You're prostrated. You know, you see religious people, I have these demon-possessed people go like this and they prostrate themselves in some kind of demonic-looking yoga pose and, you know, whatever. You can have your animal spirit if you want it. <laughs> Lion of Judah, hear him roar, Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. All things are pure to those that are pure, but all things are defiled to those that are defiled. Jesus. Clean us up, Lord. Crucify our entire skulls with ecstasy. Let it not be painful. Let it not be religious. And burn down every wall of the soul realm built by fallen angels and sorcerers, which are typically pastors. The ones that think they're in charge but are working leadership in the soul realm. There's no leadership in the kingdom of heaven of the soul realm. Everyone in the soul realm is a false leader, a false teacher, a false prophet, a false apostle. God is a spirit. How are you going to represent God if you're soulish? Everything about you is wrong and backwards. You're like a leader of the whore of Babylon, not the bride of Christ. And that's true with like 99% of Christian leadership because they're all in building systems. It's like, it's so far off from the mark of the high calling at best, they're infant apostles, infant prophets, infant teachers, infant evangelists, and infant pastors, even if they're 75 years old. That's how backslidden the church building age actually is. And I say that in perfect humility, because it's the truth anyhow, and the truth will set you free. It's time to come out of her, my people. It's time to have cities as your churches, to the church of Chicago, to the church of New York, to the church of Los Angeles. Amen. If we want to be biblical, that's how it actually is written. Now, if we want to be unbiblical, we'll go into the Acts 7.48 buildings made by human hands. And I know you've practiced witchcraft, and you think that there's some good in that. You have practiced satanic, God-outside-minded, worshiping of Jezebel and her angels more than you could ever imagine. That is why we get the reactions out of people that we get. That's why Christians act the way they act around Red Letter Ministries. Because they're actually servants of Satan and his angels. They're not real Christians. Well, who are you to judge? I sit on the judgment seat of Christ and this seat does the judgment. This river of glory exposes everything in everyone's hearts. Every day, we've watched the manifest for years and years and years. Today, I, this guy in a Chevy truck leaving Home Depot, and I'm just stopped at a stoplight. He turns to me, his eyes go like this, and he goes, like, a demon-possessed guy mocking me at a stoplight. It's like, what is that? The demon was so angry that I was close to him because he was so tormented by my presence. So when I say, why isn't your city a demon-free zone? I think, first and foremost, how is that demon still in my city? What am I doing wrong that that demon could even still be on that sinner's soul? I got a lot of growing up to do. 
Amen. I don't even put it on the sinner. I put it on myself because I know the abilities of the great white throne rising in my heart. The sovereignty of the Word of God. The kingship of the Word of God. The power of the Lion of Judah and every single warring angel in the seven torches of the anointing oil. I know what this thing can do. I mean, a little bit. Not that I'm omniscient like my father, but we're getting there. <laughs> we're getting there. Understanding a lot of stuff. Understanding the deep places of the Father. Searching out the King's heart that is beyond knowing. Deep calling out to deep at the noise of His water spouts in the Garden of Eden. You know, the Bible says in Proverbs that a king's heart's beyond searching out. Well, I'm going to search it out every day. That's what eternity is. Searching out God the Father, the great king's heart. Don't you know the kingdom of heaven is in the Father's heart? His spirit is His heart, and you already have that spirit. Do you honor it? Do you honor the spirit of the Father? Or is it just something, you know, uh, maybe I don't have to obey. Maybe I can just be a wise investor. Maybe I can just, you know, take what God's given me and use my human wisdom and just make money in the USA. Sure, it's a good time to make money. I don't need to obey God. You know, literally every single thing I watch culture do, for 19 years the Father has told me to do the exact opposite. Wall Street, invest in marijuana. Marijuana stock's going to bump like Amazon and Twitter. Instant overnight billionaire if you put a million dollars into Facebook when it first came out. You know, I've seen all this stuff. And the father's like, man, it's so stupid. These people are so stupid, so, fool so foolish. Oh, God would never call someone stupid. Have you read Galatians 3.1? You stupid Galatians. That's what the Bible says. You idiotic Galatians who has bewitched you, having begun in the spirit. You're going to finish in the brain? You're going to finish in the soul? Finishing the flesh by your own human nature? Give me a break. You trample the blood underfoot. Almost every single thing I see culture doing in culture, and you know, they're always so far behind because the train of his robe fills the temple with glory. And the temple being the universe in this case, the whole universe. So they're going to catch up. It's just a matter of time. But literally, going with the little cultural flows will make everything you say false. That's when I, when I look at Lance Walno and I look at these cultural false prophets and everything they say is lies, everything they tell you is wrong. I mean, I just laugh because they're going to get exposed. You all been following false prophets in the charismatic church for a long time. Long time. And that's why there's so much discouragement. I mean, it's just soulish. And there's mixture. I'm not doubting salvation. I'm not doubting fire insurance. I'm just, I know their soul realm is not crucified with ecstasy. I know how foolish their Christianity is and how human it still is. If it's still human, Jesus equated being human to being satanic. That's what he asked him in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Is it human or from God? He didn't say if it was demonic or satanic. He just said human because human is demonic and satanic according to Jesus Christ in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Is it from heaven or is it from men? That's how he divided the sheep and goats every single time in the Bible. Is your Christianity human or is it heavenly? Is your spirit angelic heavenly or are you still just soulish but you know you got a spirit down there somewhere but we got to have wisdom. 
Gotta have discernment. You know. Might fall into a pit. I might not be hearing the Lord correctly. Don't make me risk it all, bro. Take a chance. You'll never grow in one drop in glory until you take a leap of faith. Until you go into the unknown of God. He's the reward of those who diligently seek Him. And you can only please God by faith. <laughs> no one can come to Him except by faith. Because you don't know. You think you do, but you don't. Because you're soulish. And you got to trust in an unknown world that's undeveloped and ungrown called your spirit where God's in covenant. And it will grow in your heart and it will cast off all your humanity out of your heart and mind. And then you'll have vision as you consistently, constantly practice righteousness for years and years and years, growing the tree of life from your hearts. I mean, I've taken leaps of faith a hundred thousand times. It's automatic now because I live as an angel and not a human. But for years and years and years, it was going against all my natural senses, going against all my soul, you know, like thousands of times per month. Thousands. And you make mistakes and you learn how to walk in the Spirit, but then you, you know the Lord, you walk with Him, you see the fruit, you see the miracles, you see the glory, you're growing in glory, you see the increase of anointing, and you got all the persecution, misunderstanding of the goats around you always barking at you and telling you what a demon you are, how wrong you are. And you just don't listen to any of those haters. And you keep going. And you do it for years and years. And years. I mean, that's the walk of Christianity. That's the narrow path. And few find it. But the few that find it are the nobility and the royalty of heavenly Jerusalem for eternity. During this kingdom age. And eternity is not dying and going to heaven. Eternity is being established right now, called the Kingdom Age. We're having eternity on earth. And if you don't want that, you can die. I mean, Satan would gladly kill you. But if you want the life that Jesus Christ purchased on the cross, you're going to be young at a hundred. And those of you that are old, your youth will be renewed like the eagle. You know, we've seen stage four cancer healed today. Thank you, Lord Jesus in my dad, and we're celebrating big time. That's awesome. We need type 1 diabetes healed in Penny. Terminal illness, she's next. And the healing revival will break out and never end. Every hospital will close in the USA, says the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb. I mean, so effortlessly. And we're not even, we don't even, it's like, duh, you know? The anointing oil heals. But it's a big deal, because you're healing people's lives, and you're coming out of such unbelief, and you're coming out of such doubt in the soul realm, the people were going to be blown away because the sons of God have been living in that realm for years telling you all about it. And it's like very few have believed. Oh, you're going to believe now. You're going to believe now when you see miracles, signs, and wonders, but you can't believe just when you hear the teachings of the sons of God. Holy Ghost. And that's fine. It just means that that's where you're at. Doubting Thomases. we got a Doubting Thomas American church. <laughs> and even those that are in the signs and wonders group, in the glory stream, and, and you know the more extreme charismatic circles, there's going to be a whole restart button pushed right on your forehead called being crucified with ecstasy. And the development of your spirit into full spiritual stature and the wisdom and the favor of the Lord Jesus and the kingship apostolic anointing and the lordship prophetic anointing of the two olive trees that builds up your spirit. Every human spirit is to be built up by the two olive trees of Revelation chapter 11. 
until you're fully perfect, until you're absolutely in the standard height of Christ's own perfection, until you're above and not below, until you're the head and not the tail, until you're rich and not poor. Oh yeah, there will not be a poor. When they came out of Egypt, they had all the gold, y'all. I know we get some people into that and they get weird on that, but I'm telling you, most people are weird on poverty and not weird on greed in our group. Most people are just the opposite, you know, got the false humility thing going on and the piousness of poverty, which is a lion, demon, and a curse. You guys are going to be rich, opulent wealth of Solomon. And be like, yeah, it's all vanity. I know it's vanity, but I'm still sitting on this gold lion throne in Jerusalem with trillions of dollars. That's what Solomon says in Ecclesiastes. It's all vanity. It's all chasing after the wind. And he's a trillionaire. He's king of kings and lord of lords of the universe. Ecclesiastes. Read the Bible. But the only purpose of all this vanity is developing my spirit into full spiritual stature, Lord Jesus. And now we're ruling and reigning up here, walking on streets of gold. And that's not a place you go when you die, otherwise you wouldn't need that book on earth. It's written in Revelation for you on the earth. In heaven, everyone talks with God face to face, you know, I mean, that's not for heaven, that's for earth. The streets of gold are for earth in the name of Jesus Christ. So you get that gold and you get that unrighteous mammon out of your hearts and minds and the poor people got just as much 666 in their hearts and minds as the rich people do. So it's not about how much money is in your Wells Fargo account. It's about idolatry. And it's about covetousness. It's about fear. It's all fear. When you trust in the natural dimension, you're in covenant with Satan. It's a covenant of fear. That's going to help me. If a hurricane comes, we got to have a little something saved up. Go stockpile, selling seeds, selling safety buckets. You know? End times, bro. Be prepared. Pfft. Jesus said, take no thought. You know, don't even bring a change of clothes. You go house to house. Here's the apostolic anointing of the Messiah. And go crazy with it. People will honor you. And if they don't, just shake the dust off your feet. You're the sons of God. You're the daughters of the King of kings and Lord of lords. If people don't like you, they don't like God because you are His offspring. Your spirit is created in the Father's image. Your spirit looks exactly like God the Father. It's true. And every single human is going to recognize that. And they'll be like, whoa, they got into real Christianity. And I've been just going to church. I've been human. I mean, I have completely followed the devil going to church all these years. When they see what you've developed as the offspring of the Father in your spirit, that's the unshakable solid rock of Christ in you, the hopes of realizing the glory, and you're beyond hope. You know, once you've realized the glory, Apostle Paul, what happens next? Well, then you're transfigured by the glory, glorified. First you realize the glory, you know, and then you're transfigured by the glory. And these sons and daughters are being transfigured by the glory. Jesus Christ walked around in the flesh with his apostles, and he had tons of people following him, and he had doubters. It's just a man. It's Joseph's son, the carpenter's boy. You know, they saw him as a human. But then they went up on the Mount of Transfiguration. And he's brighter than the noonday sun? 
And then they go down the mountain and he looked human again? That they saw him in his true angelic form beyond the veil of the human flesh. Jesus was glorified like that all the time, but they didn't have eyes to see it in the valley of the shadow of death. He was always transfigured. They were seeing his angelic form. Come on, somebody. And our angelic form of our developed spirit life will be seen by human eyes in this valley called the earth. And people will believe. That's what causes the great harvest. I said, Lord, what do, you, what do we have to do to be king around here? He's the prince of the kings of the earth. The sons and daughters of God are all kings. Priests and kings. The order of Melchizedek called the new covenant. Your spirit is a king. Your spirit is a lord. King of kings, lord of lords, it is written. So I said, what do, you, what do we have to do to be king around here? How many souls we got to transfigure? You know what the Lord told me? All of them. All of them in the entire world. Amen? And how easy is it for the great white throne to get all of them? I tell you the truth. We have not known the scriptures nor the power of God. For the morning star is rising in our heart, and I'm telling you, it will drive out demons, devils, detestable birds, foul creatures, beasts of the field, every sin, every demon, every sickness and disease in a thousands of mile radius. And it will eventually consume the whole universe through our hearts. And then you'll have a new heavens and a new earth where righteousness dwells. But that's the day you're living in. That's the hour. That's the moment. That's the season you are in right now. Is it the manifestation of the sons of God? Not really. I know we say that. What it is actually the manifestation of the apostles and prophets of God. A son of God is the fullness of the apostolic and prophetic anointing oil burning in their heart. So what this actually is, is the manifestation of real apostles and real prophets, the two witnesses of Revelation chapter 11. And that will bring in the great harvest. And yeah, the sons of God are here too, and we can say we're sons of God, but what we're actually getting into is just basic kingdom, new covenant realities from our spirits. <laughs> Most people think they're sons of God and they haven't even begun developing on the spirit, on the solid rock. You know, they're not sons of God. I mean, yeah, you're a child of God, you're saved, so to speak. But the huios word in the Bible for sonship is the mountain of transfiguration, 33-year-old Jesus Christ sonship, which is the fullness of Moses, the apostolic anointing, and the fullness of Elijah, the prophetic anointing. So, do we see anyone down here walking in 33-year-old perfection of Jesus Christ walking in the cloud? There's nothing even close. So we're fooling ourselves and we're just prideful, puffed-up idiots calling ourselves sons of God. First, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's call ourselves apostles and prophets because that is what we are. And let's demonstrate Moses and Elijah and just slaughter this Gog and Magog church-building abomination and just have the church of Chicago, you know, New York, and L.A. and then really do kingdom in the USA. And then we'll actually begin to see what true sonship is. But only after the two witnesses of the apostles and prophets and the real power that they wield comes forth. That's what brings in the great harvest. That's what's going to shake everything that can be shaken. That's what's bringing the floods and the record rains all over the world right now. Because the Elijah sign in the book of James is called rain. Elijah prayed and it stopped raining for six months. He prayed again and it rained. 
So this manifestation of the spirit of Elijah or the prophetic anointing is the ushering in of the kingdom age or the reign of Christ in the name of Jesus Christ. If you guys want to sow into that word, donate at redletterman.com and be blessed a thousandfold back to your spirits after the order of Melchizedek in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.